We're live. Hooray! We did it. We're here. Does not feel like it. No, it doesn't. No, my room is is mess right now, as you can tell. I mean, just, it looks it kind of looks the cleanest and most organized it's ever been, if you ask me. I don't know actually, about most well, uh, <laughs> it's just a bunch of boxes, <laughs> though. Yeah, I guess if I by that logic, yes, boxes are one way to make a room clean. Mm-hmm. Getting ready for that big move. Uh, yeah, we officially got the keys to the new house today. Oh, nice, very nice. Cool. Yeah, but uh, actual move day is going to be May 9th, so. The problem Aren't is you just like start moving some stuff. We might, but we're getting renovations done in the house. So we're actually getting the flooring taken out of the living room. Oh, so we okay. just got a huge mess there. So just to save us the trouble, we're just going to wait. Sure. Makes could, sense. You, could you like put stuff in the garage or something? The garage also needs work. So here's the thing. The new house is a fixer upper. The previous tenants were smokers and they smoked in the garage. So anything we put right, in the garage. Yeah. Anything we put in the garage is going to stink of smoke. Uh, okay. So, uh, really, it's just the rest of the house we would store stuff in. The uh, The basement's fine, but uh, we're tearing out all the flooring in the living room and the kitchen, which blocks off the entrance to the uh, basement. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that, that'll all be done, I think it's going to be done by next Saturday. Okay. And then we've got the movers okay. showing up here on the 9th to get everything out. Cool. Right on, right on. Excited, but so just done with everything. Yeah. Packing and stuff. Yeah, like, it looks like I've got most of my stuff packed up, but if I tilt my head, you can still see, like, some Saturn stuff there that I still have to pack up. A bunch of stuff on the side here. Is not yeah, I can see the, the white shelves. Yeah. So, and but that, but like, behind me is, like, 30-plus boxes already packed. Yeah. It's just, it's Lord. rough. It's a lot to pack. I hope we don't need to move out Moving of this. Moving sucks. I, I hope we don't need to move this like house a, for a long ass time. Yeah. I went through a, a span of like, I want to say five or six years where I was moving like twice a year, whether it was like moving to school, moving back from school, moving down here, moving to a new place down here. And like when, once I finally got a good place, I was, I don't want to move for a while. And I haven't. Yeah. Thankfully. <clears throat> um, I'm running into the issue now of my mom being like, hey, look what I found. Can I send this stuff to you yet? And I'm like, I don't got room for all that. And she's like, well, I'm only going to hang on to it for a few more years. Then you got to figure it out. <laughs> well, deal with that in the future. Yeah. That's future Sean's problem. Exactly. I just don't have I don't have room for like all my games down here. There's just no yeah. way. Yep. I hear you. What's new with you, Paul? Not a whole lot. Nothing. Uh, every th- all the games I wanted to play this week came out yesterday and today. So, like, I haven't had time to dig into a whole bunch of them. But, um, yeah, I guess, like, we saw Avengers, you and me. Uh, so that was, like... Yeah, I'm, like, worried thing. about, like, I, we, like, we shouldn't talk about anything. Yeah. No I, spoilers, obviously. Well, yeah, no. The only thing I have to say about it is that, like, if you're a person that wants to see that movie, you should. And if you're anybody else, you're not missing out. It's fine. Because this is totally a movie for people that already know that they want to see it, honestly. And it's, yeah. yeah. 
I'm not I, mean, gonna, most, I feel like most of the Marvel movies are. You either know or you, or you don't. Specifically the Avengers movies, for sure. Yeah. Um, no different. Same thing. Yeah, I've seen it twice already. Jesus. That seems like too much that, for me. That good, huh? <laughs> That's lo- long. <laughs> well, like I said before, like I, I went opening night last night, and then my work <clears throat> rented out a theater for right. today. And I'm, what am I not going to go see it on the clock? Yeah. Like, of course. Sure. Um, and that one was like a big night, like a big theater with like the recliner seats and all that. But yeah, that's a long movie. It is a long movie. Yeah. It feels like it goes by pretty quick, but it's quite long. That's true. Yeah. It doesn't like it doesn't drag on. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just say like I enjoyed it. And I'll, I'll also say I like Infinity War more. Yeah. This is out of the four wow, Avengers really? movies. Ooh. This is my third favorite. So. Ooh. But I don't think that's a, necessarily like a bad thing because we were talking briefly. You were a bit, Ultron's just not very good, <laughs> right? But those other two Avengers are really good. So, mm-hmm. like, it's not necessarily like knocking it. It's totally fine. Yeah, it has the big thing you want to see, which is everybody that's ever been in a Marvel movie basically come together in one big. Everyone's scene. here. Everybody's yeah. here. Yeah, so it has that scene where literally everybody is there. Kind of neat. No, I'm going to disagree. Not everyone's there. You can't talk mm-hmm. about that. I'm not going to talk about anything else. Anyway, um, let's talk about video games, though. That's more important. Yeah. Um, this is the Top Down Perspective for April 26th, and I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. And uh, John's playing the new hotness. John, what are you playing? We're Combat 11. It is a All video right. game. Uh, I like it. Uh, I have not had a chance to dig into the story mode yet. Because for some fucking reason, when you install the game, a timer appears that prevents you from doing online multiplayer or story mode for about 20 to 30 minutes. Oh. Might have been 15. I don't know. So, yeah, it literally said, like, this option will become available in 15 minutes or whatever time it said. I don't remember. So I just went and did... Was it one of those, like, because it hadn't fully installed, so it was letting you play no, when it No, it fully install? installed. I downloaded patches and everything. And then turned it on for the first Weird. time, and it just straight up wouldn't let me do online or uh, story mode for 15 to 20 minutes. I don't Like I said, I don't remember the exact amount, but it was double digits, and I was like, what? All right, whatever. How I haven't heard that at all. I What? weird hmm. so wait more, did more you just wait this timer I... out <laughs> <laughs> no i just went and did tutorials oh okay <laughs> and, it, and then once i did tutorials then i could do uh i could do actual like versus mode okay it was like mm-hmm. they're like yeah like this is your first time playing we strongly recommend you do the basic tutorials so i did that uh-huh because I, the first thing i wanted to do was go check out the crypt but that yeah. was also timer locked, so I just went and did a bunch of matches as Johnny Cage. That was who I played in the past couple of Mortal Kombat's. Sure, I can't even find like I can't even come up with anything when I'm Google searching this. Are you sure you're not crazy? I know for a fact I'm not crazy. <laughs> I've been tested multiple times. I'm not crazy. Yep. I just feel like I would have heard about that. Like we've had that in the office for a week. That's uh, so weird. That is, huh. it's so, yeah, like, I feel like I somewhere would have come up with that. What are you playing on? I'm, 
PS4. Okay. Hmm. See, I still, I still go towards the maybe it, it didn't like fully install thing because it, it like it does that. It does like a, like two separate kind of installs the PlayStation where it, like I don't know, I don't know. Ten had a similar I'm, issue where it was straight up you had to like run the game to install the rest of it, and hmm. then there was like the only mode that was available was arcade mode. So I'm guessing it might have just been a more muted version of that. But like I download, I had the from the main menu had all the things installed. I had like the 102 patch, so everything should have been good to go. But it was like, yeah, this feature will unlock in 15 minutes. And they were all the same time. That's weird. So I'm I'm playing Mortal Kombat 10 or X. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't see that. And that was the first time I booted up, I think. What system were you playing on? I'm playing on Xbox, but were you also playing the XL version or the regular? Oh, I, I guess it was XL. I think they fixed that in XL. I don't know. I'm guessing because like I had it. I'm like, wait, what? And I'd forgotten it happened with uh, 10 as well. But 10's 10's thing was notorious. I haven't heard about any either of these. I'll see if I can find it. I would love to read more if anyone has like if there's an article or or a Reddit thread. I would love to read more about this because this is this sounds insane to me. Anyway, um, eleven. What? So, what have you done? What are you? What are you doing right now? Uh, I did a bunch of stuff in the crypt, and I uh, played a bunch of single player matches, and I customized a character. Story right, mode took about- story mode took too long to unlock, so I just said screw it and just kind of messed around. The crypt being the island stuff. Yes. Yeah, talk about that because that stuff seems pretty cool and and quite different. Yeah. So uh, this time around, uh, the way you unlock stuff again is the crypt. Like the past like six games have had a crypt or some equivalent. Uh, this time around, it is a third person adventure game where I don't know. They haven't said who you are yet. I have my speculations, but I'm also not looking for spoilers. Uh, you go to Shang Tsung, Shang Tsung's island, and it's the actor who played him in the movie. Yeah, that no. greets you. Yeah, mm. uh, he he tells you like, "Welcome to my island." Like it's full of like all these different treasures to explore, but uh, like be careful what you mess with because it may mess back with you. Was equivalent of that. Uh, so you start walking around, opening treasure chests, getting money, and then you find treasure chests you need to pay money to to unlock, as is tradition in crypt. Uh, but you also get a couple different things, like you get a weapon that you get to run around with. It's uh, Shao Kahn's sledgehammer. And you can break open pots, you can break open walls and stuff like that. And it looks like you get other items and have to solve little puzzles to get through more of the crypt. Uh, very similar to what you did in 10's crypt. Uh, but, like, you have free control over the character, more or less. Like, it's behind the camera instead of a first-person view. You don't have to just go in cardinal directions. You can move around freely. Uh, just as in the previous crypts, though, it is very expensive to unlock everything. I've already seen chests that are like require like 15,000, 20,000 gold coins. And mm. uh, you don't get too many right off the bat. You do get a bunch for doing story mode, I've heard, and any other modes you do, you get the same. There are also a lot of unlocks that I'm not aware of what they do yet. There's a lot of like combining items, which I also don't know what to do with those yet. I don't know if that affects story mode or, or sorry, if don't affects crypt mode. Or if that affects, uh, like, doing the Tower of Time and stuff like that. 
But there's a there's a two different towers. There's the regular ass arcade towers like Mortal Kombat normally has, and there's the Towers of Time, which I think has different like restrictions, like oh, you take extra fire damage or like there's missiles firing at you. That's the weird modifier mode that they did in ten and I think even nine. But uh, they just kind of amped it up the summer round. Also, there's a shit ton of unlockables this time around, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, like, their way of like maybe make, too maybe too you many customize characters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so every every character has three things about them you can customize. If, for example, for Johnny Cage, you can change his sunglasses, you can change his uh, his wristbands and gloves, and you can change his belt buckle. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So they're all aesthetic things, but they also uh, can equip like boosts to them or modifiers. I think is what they actually call them. And those will give you different things like more experience or like more money for X amount of time, stuff like that. And but those are also the modifiers are things you have to unlock and find throughout the game. Uh, Each modifier, each item you modify seems like it has about 20 different versions of themselves. And then there's different custom outfits for each character you can unlock. That's not counting DLC costumes. I have the uh, premium edition, I guess it's called, which gave Johnny Cage's Ninja Mime outfit. So on top of all of his normal outfits, which he seemed like he had about eight of those, and unlocked like another two different sets of Ninja Mime outfits. So it looks like there's so many ways to customize your character in this. And the way they do it this time around is... Uh, you have all your normal move sets, but you also have three move skill points you can use. You can use those to attach modifiers to your character, so you change your moves. So again, for Johnny Cage's comparison, you can uh, change his uh, his flip kick to be an uppercut instead, which sets up for better like juggling combos because it gets you right. back on the ground faster. Uh, or you can give him moves that don't have an input, like his actual like counterattack, which is like he starts pretending to be a mime, and then he just does like a four hit combo if you hit him during that. You can modify the different the way your fireball works at the cost of one of these points. There's some moves that cost two points. Like I think there was one move that just does like a four or five hit combo straight up, and but it costs like two skill points, stuff like that. So it seems like there's a surprising amount of customization you can put into this. Uh, Mm. which is really good. It's just, there's so much to unlock. And one of the things that's going around right now, controversy wise is people are saying it's too hard to unlock things in the game. Uh, I have not played the time towers, so I don't know exactly what is wrong, but knowing the mortal Kombat devs, I can completely believe they probably went overboard on this one because they tend to, uh, they came out before the game launched and said they were already going to like tweak that. Yeah. So, uh, but here's the other thing I don't know about is people are complaining, saying like it's all designed around you wanting to do microtransactions. Now, okay. this is the thing. 10 had microtransactions, too. Mm-hmm. And I never I don't remember ever needing them because everything unlocked pretty timely, like just playing the game enough, got me enough stuff that I didn't have to worry about it. But sure. uh, this time around, it looks like you need multiple currencies, not just coins like you have to collect hearts to unlock special Shao Kahn chests. You have to collect, I think, souls. Uh, There's time crystals, which I think are things that speed up unlocking things. There's all like these different currencies and stuff like that, which you all get for doing fights and just doing different modifiers and stuff. So you get them all for free, but like apparently the amount you got for doing like time towers and stuff was so low at the time. 
it just everyone got upset about it. So I think as long as they actually stick to their guns and actually adjust things, they'll be fine. But like everyone's going to bitch and complain about it because microtransactions are the devil, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Um, how do you feel about how this compares to like Street Fighter V's unlock stuff? Is it as hard? Less hard? Street Fighter V wasn't rather. hard. It was just tedious because you just yeah. didn't get enough coin for it. I felt so far like I've gotten like the little bit I did. I got enough coin to start doing stuff. But at the same time, because there's so many things you unlock in the crypt. I never got anything for Johnny Cage, <laughs> which is who I wanted mm-hmm. to get all the custom stuff for. And uh, versus Street Fighter V, where it's a pool of currency and you know what you're buying with it. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. There's I can see where people are complaining from, <laughs> but nothing about it seems any different from previous the past couple Mortal Kombat's, honestly. So like it's one of those cases where I'm like, why are you only freaking out about it now? Mm. Uh Magical Gamer says this is false. The microtransactions are for different things that change each day that you can unlock through normal gameplay. Like timed exclusives sort of thing? I, I'm not quite sure what they mean by that, because again, I didn't get to that point. Sure. Okay. Like for different things that change each day. So it's probably like you can buy like certain items early. The microtransactions are to get around like five things a day, which are usually brutalities or skins. I think what they're referring to is in the store, there's like a daily like featured item oh, or whatever okay. that kind of rotates out S- similar uh, to Anthem, Paul. Okay. That yeah, they yeah. had in their store. Sure. <clears throat> okay. Okay. That would, ma- that would make sense then. Yeah, no, hmm. uh, I don't know about that, but like I said, uh, the crypt setup is the same as usual, but like more fleshed out as always. Uh, yeah. there's puzzle, there's puzzles to solve to unlock certain chests. You, you will quote unquote die in it. I, there wasn't really any penalty other than I got turned into a skeleton for about a minute, then turned back to normal. Okay. Neat. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It, well, I'm uh, actually, I'm actually reading a, um, Kotaku article right now, expl- kind of breaking down the microtransactions cause it's, it sounds extremely confusing yeah this is why um, I, I don't know anything about this i just saw some complaints but i didn't understand what they were and i, I just kind of got to the part where they're talking about this uh, okay this daily shop thing so i'll just kind of read it since sure just talking about it every 24 hours uh blah, 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 the store cycles through offering a series of five items three skins a piece of equipment and a brutality okay there were only three skins available in the store every 24 hours and then they're breaking, then they're just kind of doing some more math and whatnot. This is kind of all in reference to, if you guys saw that, like, $6,000 number floating around. Yeah, what the fuck was that? So, I guess someone, again, I'm, I'm, I'm skimming this article. If people want to read the full thing, it's there's a article on Kotaku called Mortal Kombat 11's Microtransactions Explained. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I guess someone on Reddit calculated that if you wanted to buy everything with the premium currency it would cost $6,440. Hmm. Um, but it sounds like that's kind of more based on an assumption where when you buy like a skin, it's it's $5, and then they just kind of did the math for all the characters. Oh, I see. Um, however, this article then broke it down and be like, the math doesn't add up. It actually should be somewhere around $6,700. So they're not 100% <laughs> sure where the $6,400 comes for. Over seven thousand dollars if you include the Shao Kahn, the pre-order character. Uh. Um, they then reference Ed Boon's tweet that said, 
that's not true. A lot of these skins you cannot buy. You have to earn them. So that number is is like it was, it was just basically a guess under the assumption that you could buy everything, but you can't. Hmm. Okay. Uh. So. so uh. I guess that number is just kind of like is just a is just fake, fake news. Oh. Okay. <laughs> sure. Fair enough. Um, going back to Mortal Kombat 11, one thing I did hear some people say is that it feels a little slower than the other games. Like, did they slow down Mortal Kombat a little bit? Apparently, the ground game is a lot, like, different. Sort of? Yeah, like, like it felt weird playing as Johnny this time around. Like, uh, the controls seemed a bit mm-hmm. more flashier. Like, and I know in the tutorial they give you, and the tutorial, by the way, is surprisingly detailed, like, talking about frame data like safe on block and stuff like that, like to details that you wouldn't expect any other fighting game to go through. Um, mm. But like, it seemed like even simple things like back and like kick with Scorpion mm. would suddenly like do like a crazy flip or stuff like that. It seems like they changed fundamentally how most characters worked, which is a bit weird, interesting to get used to, but like also seems kind of cool. Like it, I don't know. It's just going to take a bit more to get used to. I haven't played enough of it to really dig into it, but it already feels different than 10 did. I wonder if that's a, their way of kind of evening the playing field for people that are new and experienced players in Mortal Kombat to like make it so that people just don't get wrecked right away <laughs> necessarily. It could be. That's interesting. Hmm. I think it looks cool. Like the ga- the stuff I've seen of it, the game looks neat. So I'm still interested in it, but I didn't know. If I should pick it up yeah. right away because I couldn't tell like what the hell people were complaining about. <laughs> so yeah, uh, magical, um, magical says it's more Street Fighter esque as opposed to traditional Mortal Kombat rushdown style, which is true. <laughs> like Mortal yeah. Kombat originally, you just kind of ran in and just started wailing on people. Yeah. This time around, it's like it feels like you're you're a bit more rewarded for taking your time and planning out shit. There's also still like the the weapons you can grab off the map. You can still like if you get trapped in a corner, you can flip off walls to like get out of being cornered in and stuff like that. Hmm. There's lots of recovery options. There's two different meters you have on the bottom, your offense and defense meters. Yeah. Defense meters are for like uh grabbing stuff in the foreground background, flipping off of stuff. Offense meters are for like boosting your special moves, like you'll hit it and you'll do extra attacks or like have extra effects, stuff like that. So it's a it's a pretty good amalgamation of what they've done in previous years. Uh, hmm. Also, this time around, you have uh, you your X ray move is still in the game, but now it's called a fatal blow or something like that, and it only unlocks when you have about fifteen to twenty percent of your health meter left. Yeah, it's like and a you only get, mechanic now, right? Yeah, and you only have one for the whole fight. Period. If it connects, you don't get it back again if your health drops that same point in in the next round. But if you whiff it, you will eventually get to use it again, another chance to use it. But it takes about, it felt like 10 seconds to recharge, which in a fighting game can be a long time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Interesting. And again, you get that move when you're almost dead. So, it, you know, you might not even get those 10 seconds. Hmm. Yeah, cool. I. I've been doing more reading to try and figure out why it's so complicated. Do you guys want me to explain this? or I'm, do you want to I'm interested, yeah. Okay, so it seems what the confusing part about this is, is... So the time crystals are what you can... are the in-game currency that you can purchase. 
And then, but you can only spend time crystals on specific things. And those things are, this seems like there's two of them. It's that those five rotating items or it's easy fatality tokens. Oh, um, so easy fatality tokens. We can just ignore that. That's pretty obvious what that does. And yeah. it seems like it's not really even needed. The problem is, is those five items. So there's the one issue of you need to just kind of wait for whatever you want to pop up. So you can't just go out straight and purchase whatever you wanted. It has to be in, in the shop. It has to be like a daily sale or whatever. Okay. Um, and then the other thing is um, you cannot use the time crystals for um, any kind of like the progression stuff that you would get from like the chests, it seems like uh, in like the crypt. So um Time crystals cannot unlock chests. They cannot level up a piece of equipment. They cannot unlock items directly from the character customization menu. They're extremely limited. So, so not only, so I guess the issue is they, they're limiting what you can purchase. Um, and then the stuff in the game that you would unlock in the chests and whatnot, those take forever to open up. Um, so that's kind of the weird disconnect. It's like, well, do you want me to spend money to get what I want? But you're not letting me kind of spend money to get what I want. But you're making it kind of hard. So I think that's where the confusion's coming in. And then further down this article, um, to they mentioned, like I said, they're going to tweak these the numbers you need to unlock these chests. And they're also going to give each player 500,000 coins, 1,000 souls, 500 hearts, and 1,000 time crystals. I don't know how much each thing currently costs or what it's going to be. Um, any idea what how much that is for you, John? From the what you, you played in the crypt, five hundred thousand. That's for coins. Yep. You'll get a thousand souls. Don't five hundred hearts. Like I don't have. 1, I don't think I have crystals. any souls picked up already, but I have about two hundred and thirty hearts. Okay, so it sounds like it'd be a, a good chunk for yeah. at least some. The, the crypt stuff. starts you with a hundred thousand coins, I think, and then you use those up real fast. So that would be enough to probably clear out like a. a decent chunk of the crypt anyway so there's a there's a bit of a rundown from me skimming it cool good to know um i guess i'll just continue on from that since i've been playing mortal kombat x or xl whatever yeah um this is mainly just because i've been seeing so much 11 over the past week um and it looks real good it is a very pretty looking game yep which by the way john do you have a favorite fatality um I haven't looked at all of them yet, but I really like the uh, Johnny Cage one where he keeps trying to do the uppercut, but the dude's skull won't fall off. So he has to do it 37 times <laughs> or something like that. It's really stupid. And apparently there's like it's references to like the movie and like bugs in the original game. Right nice. on. <clears throat> um, I'm mainly just playing X because I, I had never played it and I... It was I liked the story from nine and I want and I've been hearing cool things about the story in 11. So I was like, well, I know I'm going to play 11 probably pretty soon here. Let's get through X real fast. I just have like I'm just doing story mode for the most part. I have it set to easy just so I can like kind of like blaze right through it. Um, I will say X uh, at this point and after seeing 11 is an ugly looking game. <laughs> uh, that <laughs> thing looks old. Yeah. Um, but again, I th- I'm sure it looked fine in you know what, what x came out probably like four years ago yeah i was still yeah. in the apartment so it would have been four that? years ago two would have been two years ago probably would have been injustice two and then x before that i'm guessing um 
So I'm sure it looked fine back then, but just comparing it to 11, 11 is such a like shiny and nice looking game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to playing that in the, in the future, but yeah, I don't really have much else to say, uh, about this old game. So Paul, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, after you were talking last week about the division two a little bit and, uh, just progressing a little further, I decided to do the same. So I'm at world tier four now going to push to end game to do the raid when that comes I out. I guess, I guess technically I've played that. I think I'm in world tier three. Okay. Yeah. So which I guess question for you real quick. Uh-huh. I just started world tier three. I think I literally only have like, like two side missions left. There are missions I have not done. Okay. Are you just uh-huh. repeating missions? Yeah, I mean, the world tiers go up when you do the strongholds, and then you do missions for gear. Uh, yeah, but uh, but for me, up until this point, I have not repeated a single mission. Oh, okay. I, there I was enough for me. Mm-hmm. So and I'm about to hit the point where it's like, missions are done. So I was just wondering, like, am I just going to have to repeat missions to get experience? Uh, You'll do the bounties and stuff. I guess there's bounties. Okay. And, but you got to do a project first to get a bounty, right? Yeah. And then there's like the snitches that you can run into and they'll tell you about other bounties and stuff like that in the world. And Oh, I don't know what that is, but that's, that's kind of interesting. Okay. Yeah. There's stuff snitches, in there. Huh? Yep. When is that raid coming, man? I don't actually know, but uh, I remember saying last week how it was delayed or whatever. And then you're like, cool. Yeah. That gives me more time to catch up. And I was like, you know what? I should do the same. So that's kind of what I've been doing sure. off and on. Uh, game's still fun, and there's not much more to yep. talk about with that. It's a uh, good game. So Pcross S3 came out, I think, like yesterday or the day before. It was very yesterday, recent. Yeah. It was yesterday. And I've just been playing the absolute hell out of it. Uh, it's more Pcross. I don't really know like what there is really to say about it so much. as I guess the thing is, is that it's weird like going into the menu and just seeing like five different options for Pcross basically and just being like oh this is gonna take me a lot longer than I thought this time around so yeah I've just been picking away at the normal uh, Pcross mode and then I'll do the Mega and then we'll move on to Colored and whatever the clip thing is that I haven't even bothered looking into yet yeah I don't know it's Pcross there's more of it and couldn't come at a better time I've been kind of hankering for something to play ever since finishing Konami's phone Pcross thing. And, uh, yeah, I've just been doing more of that. Uh, I guess the bigger one for me is today I started SteamWorld Quest out uh, from the SteamWorld people. I can't remember their name now, and I feel a little bit bad about it. I should probably look it, it up. Is it Thunderful, or is that the publisher? Yeah, the, that's the publisher, and uh, SteamWorld devs are image and form is the publisher actually so thunderful is the maker of it i guess so i had them mixed up uh so what this is is a side scrolling rpg that uses a card based tactic system much like slay the spire to do the battle system uh it's a deck building game right uh kind of but not really it's a little bit different um because you're actually playing with like people in your party and they have like different cards that you can use and each turn you choose up to three cards that you want to play and some of these cards will like give you mana basically to like play more powerful cards so so it's not like that you're always drawing from a pool it's more like you will always play three cards and some cards give you like power 
up like other cards so that you can use them in the in turn or whatever so it's a little bit different but it's i mean yo it's slay the spire like at the end of the day you're playing cards to do different attacks against enemies and uh it's just not a roguelike is the probably the big difference right it's a straight up rpg it's like this is called i think hand of gilgamesh is the like subtitle on it that sounds right yeah and the story conceit is that like a father is telling his son a story and you're playing a ro- sto- robot father a robot and a father robot and a robot son yes that's true um they're just he's being told a story about these heroes from the storybook and yeah that's what you're playing as i've only done chapter one so far because i started it up just like about an hour ago and uh yeah i'm really enjoying it so far it took a little bit longer to get right into the meat of it like than i think any of their other games like the steam world games usually just get you in right away this had like a little bit of a build-up and stuff and that's fine it was kind of expecting something since it's an rpg for it to be like a little slower but i can't wait to see how they build on this like basic formula of like playing three cards and like waiting for the enemy to attack you back sort of thing i think it'll be cool i think they could do a lot of stuff with it and uh yeah i'll probably just talk more at length about it when i've put more time into it but so far yeah i'm planning to start that any day now i just i'm trying to finish up another game on my switch and then get into that i just want to have two games at once what game are you trying to finish up on your switch or is it one that we're going to be talking about uh I'll not uh no uh i don't think i can talk about it yet oh okay okay fair enough uh i mean besides the other games that we're gonna talk about on tdp plus that's all i've been playing so all right let's do some news uh all right this was kind of just a funny little thing i saw um tim sweeney uh epic games boss uh came out and basically said uh he kind of addressed a bit of the uh like exclusives that the epic store is is scooping up uh-huh. uh, so frequently these days um and they basically went out and said uh hey if steam matches or you know pays devs better like we're doing we'll stop grabbing exclusives um which I thought was just was pretty funny um, and, and kind of telling, like, I guess good for them to be like, hey, it makes sense. We're getting exclusives. We're paying them more. So feel free to pay them more. And then these games will stop being exclusive to us. Um, uh, kind of interesting to see uh, if if that did actually happen, like if Steam does actually match the 88 percent revenue share that uh, Epic's doing. Would Epic stop going out and grabbing exclusives like they said they would? Who knows? They could just be bluffing to make them sound good. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, I can't see Steam matching that revenue share either. They seem pretty stubborn and staunchly set in their ways. So who knows? They they won't. I think Sweeney knows that. Otherwise, he would have never said it, (laughs) frankly. I think he's uh, aware. Yeah. That, that's what, like I said, he's probably bluffing, right? And it's up to it's up to see if Valve will call the bluff or not. But I mean, if Valve matches the revenue share program, I mean, everyone but Valve wins, basically. Like competition is good for consumers. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, and I guess technically Valve would win because they would get some games coming back to their thing, yada, yada. So, who knows? But I thought that was just pretty funny. We'll have to see how that turns out, yeah. Yeah, or if anything even turns out from it. Or that. Mario Kart Tour, the mobile Mario Kart game, popped its head up again last week. Uh, It's coming this summer. And at the moment, you can, if you are on Android, you can apply to be part of the closed beta. Oh, okay. Hmm. So I guess Android users get in on that. Um, Looks like the application schedule was from the 23rd until the 7th. That's how long you have to sign up. And the beta will run from the 22nd until June 4th. Like just before E3. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is just for Japan and the U.S. And again, uh, this is just for Android. Uh, which, that's a bummer. I, I want it to be on iOS, so I could have been a part of this beta. <laughs> but, you know, I can't. I don't get everything, I guess. But I guess, Paul, you should sign up for this uh, beta. Get in there. I'll see, I'll see yeah. See if I can. Uh, we got a bit more news on Anthem. Specifically, that they're delaying some of their updates. Go figure. Which is a bummer to hear. Yeah. Um, I'll just read this quote here uh, from, let's see, lead producer Ben Irving Mm. uh, basically said, while we have delivered many of the Act 1 features on time, we are not going to hit all of our goals on our Act 1 calendar. We set aside time for this work, but the reality is there is much, there are more things to fix and improve than we planned for. While this is the best thing to do for the game, it means some items from the calendar will be delayed. And the list of items of things being delayed are Mastery System, which I don't know what that is, Guilds, Legendary Missions Phase 2, Weekly Stronghold Challenge, Leaderboards, some free play events, and most disappointingly, the Cataclysm is getting delayed. Great. Um, The thing I was actually looking forward to. All right. Yeah, so the cat- for those who don't know, the Cataclysm is basically the raid equivalent for Anthem. I was very interested in seeing what that would be like as well, but that is getting delayed till who knows. Um, what a bummer. I guess on the flip side, they did release another Stronghold last week. Yeah, people are saying it's real neat too, so maybe I'll check that out at some oh. point. Yeah, I'm planning to check that out. I never played the other two endgame ones, mm-hmm. so I, I do want to get in there and kind of finish up the rest of of what I have access to at the moment. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bummer. Still, still waiting for Anthem to be a good game. Still waiting. Yep. And, uh, last little bit of news is we got a release date for super Mario maker two. And that is June 28th. Did we not have that already? I think they had just said June. June. Yeah. So now we have the definitive date. Which I can't wait for. That's going to be great. Yep. Looking for. I'm going to play a whole bunch of that one. Yep. On my Switch. It's going to be a good time. Hell yeah. All right. That does it for news. Let's do some questions. If you want to send questions in, it is topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. I'll read this first one from Rasterman, who says, what was the first Easter egg you've found by accident in a game? Hmm. The uh, level select or the level skip cheat in Mickey Mania. 
There's a weird bug where okay. apparently if you trigger the uh, air handling in that game, it throws you to a screen, a blank screen that says level select forward or backwards and it randomly like bounces back and forth. And then you press a button and it either throws you ahead in the game or it puts you back to the very beginning of the game. Uh, there was a super easy way to do it in the first stage that I triggered when I rented the game as a kid. And I did it twice and I could never figure out how to do it ever again. And for a while, I thought I had made it up completely, and then I found footage of it online confirming it was real and what it was. Hmm. Okay. Is that an Easter egg or like a glitch or something? I would call that uh, both. Yeah, okay. I can't think of Easter eggs specifically. If it was like glitch or, or cheat or something like that, I mean, it's probably like Super Mario Bros. The Warp in the second level. I probably just yeah. came across that because I was hanging out on top. Um, Easter egg, though. I don't know. Not by accident. I, I definitely enjoy all the like lost references that were in like X-Men Origins Wolverine. And yep. Was it Singularity? Did that one have a lost reference? I think it did. But I, but I like I looked those up basically. They were like achievements. Mm. The cow level in Diablo 2, after the big meme of that there is no cow level in Diablo 1, that was kind of a fun Easter egg that got you gear. Did you find it by accident or did you like go out for it? It wasn't really by accident. It was an online game. So, like, people had it open in a game that I joined and I like walked in and did it with them. Sure. So I don't know if they looked it up or whatnot, but I stumbled into it with them. Yeah, I don't know if there's any other ones that I just stumbled upon. There's probably been references and stuff, but like, I can't think specifically of what my first one would have been. Yep. All right. Waste of resources said question about audio ads. Is there some way to segue, uh, Bad placed before the new segment and then there's a bunch of stuff i'm just gonna stop you and say no there isn't it's automated to go exactly where they are uh no that's not true it it is inputted manually is it by you yes yes so and i typically try to do it right when like the just before like the news music starts okay is there a way to do uh, that then because i'm going to tell you when i cut it i will not do that so hmm <laughs> Um, is sorry. Is what was your question specifically? Is there a way to automate it? No, not automate it. They want us to segue into the ad before the new segment because apparently it's being placed in a part where it cuts us off mid sentence. Okay, see that's that's weird for me to hear because I'm since I'm doing it manually, I know where I'm putting it, and I'm not doing it mid sentence. So all I can think of is. It's shifting from what it's showing me it's going to do by like a second or two into a sentence. I haven't like gone back to listen to it um, and like find the mid roll ads or whatever. Mm. Uh, So at that point, unless it was like a recurring like, oh, it's always like one second early or something, then I could maybe account for that. But as far on my end, as far as I know, I'm putting it basically after... Basically, when I say, like, all right, that's it, let's go on to, or no, uh, that's all we've been playing, let's go on to news, right before, somewhere in there, just before the news music starts, when there's, like, a break in the 
sentence. I, that's what I put. So it. I guess so. best case scenario is we could leave a like five second buffer of complete silence to account for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't <laughs> want to really just sit here. That's just not great. Um, so I mean, I guess a figure out. Uh, ri- f- um, I basically put it right when I say news. So if it's coming up before or after that, let me know and maybe I'll compensate. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep doing it as is. Yeah, it's kind of weird that it would shift a little bit. What a bummer. Yeah, because again, like I'm doing this manually. So whatever's kind of the easiest, I just want to get in and get out. I'm I'm not spending forever on it. Gotcha. Uh, Also, okay. Also, what is your favorite Smash Ultimate user created stage you've seen so far? This question can be read as what is your favorite internet meme slash Waluigi drawing? I've only seen one, Mm -hmm. and it was of an anime ass twerking, and that's probably the (laughs) best one. So, yeah, that was pretty good. I've not seen that. (laughs) I really liked the um, recreation of that Squirtle level uh, from the first game. I think it was the first one. Or no, Polka Floats. Yeah, you're thinking of Polka Floats. Is that the first game? Uh, Melee. Melee. Okay. I had completely forgotten about that stage. Is that in um, Ultimate? No. Okay. That stage is so dumb and bad. <laughs> I had so forgotten about that one. But did you guys see the recreation of it with um, the kazoos? Yes, it is so good. That one is very funny. And even the, just the presentation of it, like, yeah, just like I remember. And then it does the switch and it's trying to recreate the music. I loved that. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with Sean. That one was really good. Uh, John, why don't you take this next one from Suku Suku? All right. Suku Suku says, as someone who apparently has a subconscious revulsion towards the Epic Game Store, is it worth paying attention to yet another video game service? What with all the free games that we get already, including a ton of games that I own due to Amazon Prime, even though I didn't even get it for the games, not to mention things like Humble Bundle, what would make it worthwhile? Uh, the fact that there's literally nowhere else really to buy brand new games that's kind of got a good service or like got like all the features we need kind of is needed because man, Steam kind of has a monopoly and most people just don't realize that. Mm-hmm. Like all these other services try to pop up like Origin, Uplay and all that and they just don't really do anything and they get ignored and then they cave and still sell on uh, Steam anyways. I wish GOG Epic. was bigger. Their GOG yeah. Galaxy is good, and they have DRM-free stuff, but they're too small to take Steam on, so. Yeah, I think, if anything, if it forced Steam to actually try or try yeah. more, would be good. Like any, Like, any competition is good competition, basically. Right, yeah, we kind of touched on that earlier with, you know, Twimsini's uh, message. But uh, I think Epic has made the best run of it so far with getting all these exclusives. Yeah, uh, but people are mainly angry about that better. because, yeah, they really do. <clears throat> are people? Yeah. So are people just upset because they don't want a bunch of launchers on their computer? Yes. Uh, there are people like that. And- there are people that bring up the true facts of Epic doesn't have very good security on their launcher and their launcher doesn't have stuff like user reviews they don't have a good friends list like they are lacking they're, in they're the missing features yeah. yeah so there are points okay. as to why you could hate the epic store but a lot of it 
is honestly just internet hate mobs getting mad because people are mad, basically. Because I typically just hear the launcher argument, which I think is the silliest <clears throat> uh, like thing. Like, that is such a first world problem right there. Sure. Um, but, uh, I mean, I would typically say, like, buy the game wherever it's cheapest. Like, if you have to download a new launcher because you're going to get to save, like, three bucks. Yeah, why not? Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. You're going to save money. Um, uh, but I guess in the other in the other way of it, like, it, it's cool that Epic is giving free games, but they're just doing that because they want people to download their launcher and get in their ecosystem. For sure. Yep. Yeah, that's what At all the those companies day, are though, doing. Man. Amazon and everyone else. So, like, mm-hmm. why, why do they get a, a pass when Epic doesn't? And it can't just be because of Fortnite alone. <laughs> Because that's I pretty think, fucking stupid if that's the only reason. I think one of the big issues people are also having, and I don't know, like, maybe Epic has a little bit to do with this. I think this is more of the publisher and developer side, though, is when a developer and publisher have already said, yeah, this is going to be multi-platform, and then they're like, lol, just kidding, your pre-orders on Steam are garbage, we're on Epic now, like, that sucks. When they've yeah, already no, that's, sold that's fucking stupid. <laughs> on one platform and then decided afterwards. Like, I don't see a problem with Borderlands being like, no, we're not going to Steam. We're doing Epic. That's it. It's like, okay, we all know we have expectations of that. But there have been a few games that are like, we sold pre-orders on Steam, but at last minute, like, deals went through with Epic. So now it's, yeah, that's right. weird. Is that is that Epic's fault, though? Or is that the the publisher for being like, I know we already agreed to this, but like, whatever, more money. I mean, if you ask later. me, it's the publisher <laughs> doing that. So, yeah, yeah, I think it's their fault. But uh, the Internet don't th- doesn't think they just see <laughs> something happening. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I like what, that when I hear that the Epic Store is going to give developers more money. That seems great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I'm I'm for it, uh, and and I I guess that's why I'm just like I I'm totally fine with there being more seemingly nicer launchers and and companies out there that you know Steam should match too. I would because yeah maybe Epic's uh uh at the Epic Game Store maybe is lacking in in some of those features. Sounds like Steam is lacking in some features like fully paying the developers and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I guess that's another way to look at it. Um, I hope humble does more starts doing stuff where they start selling Epic games. Like they do steam games. Cause humble is actually the best way to ensure all of your money basically goes to the developer. They only take like a 5% cut. Nice. Sure. Um, I mean, I want, I want them to take the cut that they, they need. Yeah, for sure. Like people should get paid. They only need five percent um, though, because they run a website. They don't have like overhead really, so it's fine for them. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but just the thing, I was like, I don't want them to be like, I don't want anyone thinking I'm out there being like, give all the money to the devs and and you know the <laughs> the launcher gets none. It's like no, those people work there too. They gotta they got they need servers and whatnot or whatever. Sure. Um, but if if the main complaint is just I don't want multiple launchers, I don't want my games all spread out. It's like that is such a non not a problem It is not worth getting upset. Like how often are you playing so many games where you're so confused how your computer's set up? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, 
I probably shouldn't even say it, but like PC gamers are kind of an entitled garbage group of people mm-hmm. sometimes. And that's just the way it is as a PC gamer. I very See, aware of that. That's why I found like the, uh, the exclusive thing kind of weird. Cause I'm like, I'm a console gamer. That shit happens all the time. I have to buy a $500 yeah. thing for exclusives. Cry me a river for your download PC games. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to deny that there are legit reasons to not like the Epic Store launcher, like the, it's security, the security issues. Yeah, yeah. Strip security, the lack of features, which they can get eventually, because Steam took a while to get there too. Yeah. Uh, some people have listed they just don't like Tencent, the parent company of Epic. Like, all right, that's fair. Like, there's some legit reasons, but like the ones that people use the most often are just they're garbage. Why? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh. If Humble started selling epic codes like they do for Steam, all of these problems are erased because Humble gives a big cut. They don't need a whole lot, so the money's going to the developers, and you are you'll be shown who the actual crybaby is about. I don't want another launcher. Are rather than people that make legitimate concerns, Humble has proven that they are good with security. They do like so many transactions all the time. They give games out for free. It's the best of both worlds, so I hope they get on that somehow. Uh, okay, I think it's me. <clears throat> VGC Kenny writes, do you guys follow uh, basic pizza etiquette? <laughs> oh, no. God, not go. again. <laughs> so sick of talking about this. What does that this even is thing? mean? This is the first I've heard of uh, this. We were talking about pizza crimes on my stream last week. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. I just we saw, can skip this question if no, you no, want. No, we don't read, have read, to read, do it. read it. I just saw right. pizza uh, me, and I was like, "Oh fuck, here we go." <laughs> when someone has, oh man, okay, uh, taken the first slice, uh-huh. do you only take from the left or right of the slice that was taken oh and go in a circle, or do you just take from the middle and don't care like a monster? All right, unbiased question answering, answer, asking aside. What do you do? Okay. So, first things first. If somebody is the one paying for the pizza, I don't do a single thing until that person has taken whatever they want because they paid for it. Whoever's paying for it, they <clears throat> feed it to me. Well, they don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they feed Jesus. it directly to me. I don't even want to touch that pizza with my hands. If we're splitting it, I'm grabbing what I paid for. I'm grabbing my slicer too, and I don't give a shit. I put money in on it. But are you going to grab side by side? Or are you going to grab like opposite each other? No, just whatever is convenient side by side. I'll just like grab two okay. with like a quick pull or something. Okay, here. But but okay. In this scenario, uh-huh. you're at like a party. You showed up at a party. Okay. There's pizza there. Or you're at like a work. They bought pizza for lunch at work. Sure. Uh-huh. And, you know, you, you got there 15 minutes later than everyone else did. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's say a quarter of each pizza is gone or whatever. And you show up. Okay. What do you do? I grab a piece like uh, what is this life left and right bullshit who gives a flying fuck like that's ridiculous I, th- I think okay John do you have a uh, yeah like I'm assuming since they're talking about the middle I assume they're talking about like a deep dish pizza which oh well I think they just mean one that's not connected to like an opening you know what I mean like if you have a circle and you take a, a, a slice out of it, yeah, th- that's not a, that's not sides. an etiquette thing. Actually, I'm used to people taking away from the already taken slice because like it balances out the weight of the plate or the box, or like no one else has had a chance to touch it, so you know for sure it's fine. Instead of someone who's like trying to pull it up but might have touched a previous slice to try to do it. So you'll take from wherever is what you're saying. Yeah. 
Okay, I think I'm on taking from the the left or the right from the sides. Primarily because if I do it the other way, I have to like I have to touch two slices to pull them apart. And then I'm leaving slices there that I've touched. Whereas I could just grab the side one and pull that one away from the rest of the main pizza. Mm. And then I haven't touched what I'm leaving. I could see that. Because the one you touch is the one you take, I guess, as the rule I'm following. I guess I'm confused as to what we're even talking about. So there's a pizza. I feel like, though, like, yeah, if every slice is cut and you don't have to touch any other slices, then why is it an issue? Sure. Like it somehow is separated. There's like a nice, like a centimeter of space between. As in, someone actually used the pizza cutter fucking correctly. (laughs) Yeah, good luck. But if you order it like to go, that's never going to happen. What are you talking about? I had a pizza the other day, and that's what they did. You grab from any point, it was fine. That's amazing. Lucky you. Yeah, that's actually amazing. Exactly right. Like what? Holy smokes! I don't know where the fuck you guys are getting pizza anymore. Maybe you should. Okay, so. I'm confused. Here's the thing. Imagine a pizza. It's cut in everything. There's one piece gone. I'm just going to so grab, man. I'm just going to grab like whatever piece is easiest to grab from like there. I'm not going to grab another piece that's like on the opposite end from it because that's harder for me. I'm not going to make my life harder in any way. So I don't understand but, what this question okay, even means. To be means. fair, as someone who is going to make my life harder, I'm reaching an extra foot. But this pizza's not that big. No, because then you're going to have to like pull it and then like make sure you don't grab stuff from the other uh, pieces. I'm just going to grab the one that's only connected to one side of the rest of the pizza. I'm not going to grab one that I would have to like slide out between other pieces, you know? Well, no, you're saying you would. Okay, hang on. So okay. we, we have a Pac-Man looking pizza, right? Uh-huh. One slice is, is gone? Yeah. Are you going to make Pac-Man's mouth bigger? Yes. Or are you going to take from like the back of its head? No, why would you take from the back of its head? That's just okay, stupid. So, but, so you made it sound like you were taking from the back of its head this whole time. No, I didn't. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's how I had interpreted it. Um, so I'm, I'm agreeing with you then. I'm making its mouth bigger. It's just easier. Like, why would you not do it that way? Well, I thought you meant like, well, if the back of the head is real close to me and the mouth is on the opposite side, there's no way I'm you know reaching what? a if, foot over there. And yeah, no, I'm not reaching a foot over. If there's an easy, another piece closer to me, I'll just grab that one. Unless it's not cut properly, so would, in which case you have to amend well, it. Well, it's never cut properly. We determine unless you get John's God pizza. <laughs> I want to eat wherever he gets pizza from. That sounds yeah, great. John, Christ, where are you getting you a pizza? <laughs> Okay, well, I think we came to the conclusion somewhere in there. Yeah, somewhere. What? Okay, last one. What if it's a square pizza? Whatever is a square easiest. pizza. Uh, use a fucking. Are you gonna grab use a, a weird fucking like knife and cut your goddamn thing properly? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Look, the middle the middle pieces are some of the best pieces in yeah. like deep dish or like square it's true. Cut oh, pizza. Sure. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So less crust. So fucking cut it properly. So you can just take like a knife and grab it. And you don't have to use your goddamn hands. Then no one has to worry about germs. Fold them up into a cube. Get six slices for yourself. You should do that for sure. That sounds great. I've watched Yu-Gi-Oh dungeon dice monsters. <laughs> I know how to make a cube out of ver- various shapes. <laughs> wow. All right. Are you guys pro or against getting two slices of pizza and making like a sandwich with them and then eating? I'm like pretty that? against it. Wow, I love doing that, especially if you put some sauce in the middle. Yeah, no. I'm, what about you, John? 
sorry, say that again. Like making a sandwich. Two like, yeah, like two like triangle slices, and you just like instead of it, you don't even care if it's cut, just kind of folding it onto itself, and then just isn't that just a calzone? It's a poor man's calzone. Yeah, yeah, it's a poor man's calzone. calzone. Want to wait for a calzone to cook? (laughs) Those take forever. It's like a, it's, or a, like a, I, well, to be fair, a poor man's calzone is a pizza pocket. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> right. Mean, okay, real. that's also right. <laughs> this is like a pizza sandwich mm-hmm. that's not just a pizza flavored sandwich. This has gone off. All right, that's it for questions. If you want to send in questions for next week, top down perspective at gmail.com, <clears throat> at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. What's your games of the week? Mortal Kombat. I'm going to get into the more of the Division 2 that I've been playing. Cool. All right. Uh, stay tuned if you're a Patreon person uh, for Baba Is You. We are going to be going live with that episode right after this. And the current poll has ended this morning. Uh, next month's game will be Katana Zero. So get excited for us playing and talking about that next month. But for now, we will see you later. Thanks, everyone. All right. Bye.